podcast episode 26 my name is ari this is robert um the red sox are doing a little bit better and we have a lot of stuff to talk about let's go on bobby it's not going too bad how about you i'm good it's really hot in maine but oh it's really hot down tennessee we hitting up to about 94 95 it's brutal and especially you know me i'm a main boy at heart coming down here eight months ago and having to deal with this weather i'm no bueno. Yeah. No bueno. But with that being said, yeah, we have a lot of weird things to talk about. The Red Sox have had a little bit of a bounce back. They predicted exactly what we said before in the last episode. Um, the Athletics and Astros want to murder each other now. Marcus, was it Marcus Stroman? Or, no, Marcus no. Stroman, yeah. Marcus Stroman opts out. Um, who was the guy on the Athletics that wanted to kill a hitting coach? Like Ramon Loriano. Loriano. He, he was trying to fight a hitting coach. What has the MLB come to? First, Cespedes is going AWOL. Now we want to fight bench coaches. What is... At this point, what, you know what's going to be next? Hmm. The whole entire MLB just gangs up on Manfred. And yes. it goes, like, full, like, the purge. And, like... <laughs> <laughs> That's about where we're headed. But yeah. with that being said, we won't waste your time anymore. We'll get right into the episode youtube how you guys doing you get to see these beautiful faces as every week make sure to hit that like subscribe and notification button spotify and itunes gang what's going on boys how y'all doing and ladies we don't we don't discriminate against our ladies that watch because we got plenty of them hopefully i hope really i really hope so moving on moving on keep going (laughs) hit that follow (laughs) button make sure you are notified when your two favorite idiots go live every week with that being said, also go follow the Instagram at Pesky Poll Podcast. We are up to, I believe, close to 450 followers. And we are slowly, slowly increasing. We are always posting. Make sure to go follow that for some good MLB, mostly Red Sox content. Are you ready to four, get into this? Yeah, we have 478 followers. 478? Yeah. On that grind. All right, we yeah. almost hit half a thousand. We are... I mean, and we really started making a push for the Instagram only, what, like a month ago? Yeah, maybe a month and a half. Not it's not been, too long ago. Yeah. It's, it's, been, it's been growing, and it's really, really cool to see people liking our content. So thank you if you do that. Especially, um, you guys know who you are if you're watching the YouTube video. Those people that consistently comment and like all the Instagram photos and videos, I see yeah. you. I, yeah. I, know, I know who you are. You know who you are. We really appreciate you. Let's get in to our first subject of the Red Sox haven't done too bad. Last well, week, this time, exactly this time, one week ago, we were talking about the Red Sox next stretch. And mm-hmm. I said we had two against the Rays, three against the Blue Jays, four against the Rays. 
So we have a nine-game stretch. And I said, by the time we record this video, we would have played seven games, and we needed at least four wins. All right, we got our four wins, but technically nope. we're... Tonight, well, if we win tonight, it'll be four wins. No, we had four. We we won on we the started top. started out from 4-1, and, and we lost last night. We're 4-2. and two. Yeah. So what are you saying? <laughs> no, wait. So we started August 4, lost Tampa Bay, then mm-hmm. win Tampa Bay, win Toronto, lost Toronto, very close game, win Toronto, lost Tampa Bay, then tonight. So we have, technically have like three wins. Damn. I'm looking at the schedule here. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. We're close. We're really close. We and have three games, games to like get one more win or hopefully <laughs> two or three more wins. But uh, yeah. Yeah. I have complaints about some of those games. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So for you, those of you who don't know, your boy works night shift. It sucks. But what I do is I get into work at 8 o'clock. Games start at 7.30. So I hop on the radio station the radio station app that I have has no stations that play Red Sox stuff. So I have to look for the away commentary. Like, I'm oh, looking boy. up Tampa Bay Rays commentary, Blue Jays commentary, which, eh, it's whatever. But I put in my headphones, and I'm vibing the rest of the night, listening to Sox till 11 o'clock. And last night, on Monday's game, I couldn't take it anymore. I had to turn, the first time this season, I had to turn off the game. Your start, your bats are doing so much mm. and yet you have the pitchers giving up eight runs in a game yeah. to a kind of diminished Tampa Bay team that hasn't been able to get it together the entire season. There have been nights where their starting pitching has been great, but their bats have been terrible and there have been nights where their bats have been terrible are great and their pitching has been terrible. They've never been able to coerce it. And so you had a perfect opportunity Game one, to go for the throat mm-hmm. and just chuck their morale down the drain, and you lost it. And now we're 6-10. and ten. Within the last week, Red Sox pitching has given up 22 runs. Oh. We have only scored. Let me check. I mean, actually, 22 runs in, what was it, six games or seven games? Six games, three and six three? Six games. Yeah, we went three and three. So 22 runs in six games, that's about three to four runs a, which is actually not bad. But here's the issue. We've only scored 15 times. That's the issue. That's the issue. All right, the bats have been gone. And that's, bats, are, bats are starting to heat up, but the pitching is being consistently terrible. And if that's, like, I that's, mean, averaging that's three runs a game ain't bad. That's actually not bad at all. I yeah. will take, especially from this sorry pitching staff, I will take giving up three and a half runs a game. I will take that gladly. But if you do that, you have to score. Yes, this is an offense that should be averaging five runs a game. Yeah. And they showed that last night. Yeah, no, and and everybody was clicking. Um, It was really, really cool to see. Um, I loved... um, I I loved that JD hit a home run last night. That was really good to see. I was like, finally. Speaking of that, that, um, I just said I was listening to the... Tampa Bay Rays commentary. Yeah. And they're like, he has not hit a home run this year. I think maybe he's starting to fall off. He's had plenty of doubles and boom. Adios. Santa Maria. And that that ball cleared everything. That's yes. why that it was so pretty to watch. I was like, ah, 
Oh, there was we that go. work? I was Thank at work. You, I heard that call and I just watched a YouTube video earlier on Tuesday on Monday about mm. announcers coincidentally jinxing calls. <laughs> and I'm like, this is gonna happen right now. And they hit the home run, I couldn't stop laughing. It's, it was amazing. It was but amazing. then you have a four run lead, a four to one lead, mm. and then you give up two more the very next inning, and you give up one more, and you give up one more, and it's just like every inning they were constantly scoring. They couldn't hold them to anything. And then the pitching is taking this much of a hit. We all know the pitching sucks. But then you release one of your guys that you never gave a chance to, Brian Johnson. And he demanded yeah. a release. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Brian Johnson, World Series champion. Yeah. We love you, brother. Should have given him a chance. At well, least like, a chance. Call down Weber. Uh, yeah. And call up Johnson. Or they refuse to call up Johnson. Yeah. Bring down Hall, someone who we know. Oh. Two starts. Chest pains, sorry. Chest pains. I know. Two two starts. Can't do it. Bring in Johnson. Try him out. He's been he's started before. It's not like he's you know completely new to this. And like at this point, like that's the last thing we need is to have like we're losing pitchers. We need all the helping. Like, we could, I mean, and like you know, especially pitchers. Like we could be losing bats. Okay, fine, you know, whatever. But pitching, like we have nobody. Yeah, pretty much nobody. So it's like. It's tough to see when, like, someone asks for a release. It's like, well, I don't blame him because no one gave him a shot. But also at the same time, like, you know, we needed him. Yeah, <laughs> We'll take anybody. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> Renneke is I'm, – I'm slowly getting to that point where I'm starting to question if he is the right guy for the job. I'm not – weak. I'm giving him – I'm giving him a leash, and this is mainly me. Because he needs still some adjusting time. Yes, he was the assistant to Cora, but at the same time, I'm going to give him 30 days or 30 games. Once we reach that 30th game, I'm going to be like, okay, now I'm going to start questioning every decision you make very, very closely. Last week in the podcast, I said, listen, I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't think he's the one. And at the that fact point, we were only did... 10 games in. Yes, I had <laughs> a feeling, and then we in. had. Ryan Brazier start a game yesterday. He only pitched one inning, then they threw in Colton Brewer. Like, all right, cool. And then Colton Brewer, he decided to throw him for four. I'm like, why not just start Brewer? Well, the reason why is because they Brewer's got really slow stuff. Brazier's got super like hard slider, hard fastball, kind of disrupt the hitting. Oh, I'm speaking of Brazier. Okay, I know we I know we give him crap, but we. We admitted that whenever Martin Perez and Ryan Brazier pitch, yep. right, we will give them the props they deserve if they do <clears> foot. Yeah. Ryan, uh, Ryan Brazier came in, bases loaded, two outs, and I'm sitting yeah. there crying on the inside because it's yeah. still a yeah. high game at this point. Yeah. It's a one-to-one game. Mm-hmm. And then he comes in and strikes out a guy on four pitches, and then boom, he's done. And I'm like... Good to see. We really ended up losing see. that game, and... but, but at the same time, it's it was uplifting. Yeah, and even like what he did yesterday to start the game, even what he did yesterday, like, okay, he had, he got two people on base, but then like really pretty quickly got out of it. I was like, really cool to see. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. At the same time, I love how Renneke was like, uh, the media was asking like, do you want to stick with Ryan Weber as your starter? And he he Mm -hmm. looked at me, he's like, do I really have a choice? Yeah. First of all, yes, you're (laughs) the manager. Yeah, you can choose 
there's this young kid who you got coming out of the bullpen named Phillips Valdez. Mm-hmm. He's not even young. He's like 30. No one under the pitching staff is under. Our youngest guy is Matt Hall, and he's 26. We have no young pitching coming out of this yeah. system, which scares me. All right. The, yeah. I'm starting to think that they have a sit-down interview before they pick pitchers to be on the roster. Mm-hmm. And everyone besides Sale, Ivaldi, Workman Barnes, and Valdez, they're like, okay, let's sit down. Are you over the age of 28? Please check yes. <laughs> Do you suck? Please check yes. <laughs> Welcome to the team. That's about our screening for that. Yeah. I, you have COVID? No. All right. Fine. We're good. I don't know what the... Oh boy. I don't know what the thinking is because at this point we have a 38% chance to make the playoffs. It's steadily going down each week. What, what do you want? I just thought of something. Uh-oh. I don't know if you saw this or not. If we want to take risks, just throwing this out here, I wouldn't be completely opposed to it. It's a big risk. Mm-hmm. The Braves released Mike Fultnowevich. He's a free agent. He's a starting pitcher. They released him because his ERA was terrible. I don't care if he's throwing 72 miles an hour. We need anything. Take him? Anything. Anything but Matt Hall. Not to hate on Matt Hall. Hall Just not not his. It's not his ear. That's okay. You know? Um, And remember, we were hyping him up. We were like, oh, yeah, Renicky's saying all this good stuff about Matt Hall. And he comes in. 16 ERA. <laughs> We're like, what? Whoa. Matt, let's talk about this. Either that or Renneke needs to get a new pair of glasses. Um, yeah. Um, what you got next? I'm, I'm going to slowly not trust the stuff this guy has to say. Like, if, if you're going to keep saying, oh, this guy's doing really well. Yeah, I know you're not going to come in and say, okay, this guy's done terrible. <laughs> All right, I'm never going to pitch this guy. Like, you'd never say that about Ryan Webber. But at or the same Brazier, time. but. At the same time, I want a little honesty. You know, don't tell me this guy's doing great and start hyping me up, especially for us because we kind of cover this team and we react to the news. And if you're saying, if the manager is saying, this guy's doing really well, I'm going to take that and say, this guy's doing really well. But with Renegade, I know how to shorten that leash. Yeah, for sure. And like you said, 30 games, definitely it's going to be a big, um, we'll be able to tell um, what is what his plans are for this team mm-hmm. and don't yeah like you said don't hype don't hype these players up let them just put them in a game if you see great stuff from him like in warm-ups whatever that's great that doesn't matter until you go onto the field and you're actually playing against live competition yes yeah exactly because yeah you said these the majority of our pitching staff is age 30 and up yeah 28 and up. 28, 28 and up, technically. The only um, guy that's younger than that is Hall Monitor. We have... He's gone. Yeah. He got we demoted. have an issue, though, because they're all older pitchers, age-wise, but they're pitching like they're, like, single-A pitching. And it's like, you can't have that. You have mm-hmm. to, like... And especially with Major League players. Like, I know Bichette's young. Bichette was demolishing baseballs. Yes. And... Who else was, was it? Cavan Vigio? Vigio. 
Biggio. Yeah. Biggio hit a leadoff home run against somebody, and I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Anyways, but that's we, we, gotta move on. we gotta move on. Yeah, but the one thing I do love about doing this podcast, one of the many things, because this is so much fun to do, yeah. is last year I went to five Red Sox games mm-hmm. and maybe watched ten throughout the year. I was yeah. more of a look at the stats, look at the score box, and see, okay, we suck. And sometimes very And then you didn't realize how bad this, like this year we really suck. Yeah, <laughs> very, very very rarely I listened on the radio too. But now at this point, because I do this, mm-hmm. I want to know my information before I come and say anything on the podcast. Yeah. I want to know what I'm talking about. So I've listened to 15 out of the 16 games. The only game I haven't listened to, of course, was the Mitch Moreland walk-off home run. That was the only game I didn't listen to. Every other game I've been right there yeah. for. But speaking of pitching, mm-hmm. we give a lot of crap for Martin Perez. He yeah. is currently our fourth best pitcher mm-hmm. fourth and you got guys like section 10 saying oh this guy's gonna be good for the team give him a chance blah, blah, blah. i refuse to give him a chance oh i can't uh, tell. uh no don't say I that will make, i will make a thing right now if i see three quality starts out of him in a row and in a row by, by quality starts i mean more than five five or more pinning innings pitched four or more p- innings pitched i'll say Okay. And three or less runs given up. If I could see that for three straight, and he's already got one. It's where he count one. If I could see that for three straight games, I will start to ease up. All right. I We're not going to gonna come in and sign a guy who has a 6.8 ERA last year for $6 million and me not give him a flag for it. Yeah. Although, here's the thing. I'm, I, he's not great. And we've already talked about this, but this is the, well, I think I think one thing that's really helped him is he stopped with the four seam. That was one thing that really helped last game is he just stopped with the four seam and went mm-hmm. all cutter. And that was his only fastball. He was he was going just full Mariano Rivera and just saying, Screw the four seam, I'm gonna hit you with a cutter. Which you know. It worked. Yeah, I mean I think that here's the thing with with uh with with Perez. You have to have low expectations, and you can't like like I, I I think what you said was great like the whole um you know do the whole um like you said give him three starts they gotta be quality starts I think I don't know about three straight starts because he's not not that type of pitcher but he needs to bring the ERA down it's okay? it's down that's he's the it's fourth down. best pitcher it's, it's three point five ish right now. Yeah, it Which needs to go bad. down more. That's mm-hmm. my that's my thing. It needs, and you know you know who our best pet three? pitcher is, right? Yeah. Not it's statistics wise. Obviously, player wise, it's Evaldi. Statistic wise, mm-hmm. our best pitcher is um, Phillips Valdez. Yeah. Who has a point yeah. six nine ERA? And say it with me. Say it with me. Nice. 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 But. I'm sorry, had yeah. to be done for all the all the guys all out good. there. No. All the guys out there. Um, what were we talking about? Something about this? I don't know. But Martin Perez, if he could get it a little bit down, I'm happy with where it is currently. If he can keep it here, I'm good. The rest of the guys, please step up. All right, I can't have I can't look at the Red Sox stat sheet and have everybody but four of our pitchers have an ERA over four. I I refuse to accept it. 
You can't win without pitching. You can't win without defense. You can't win without a decent offense. Mm-hmm. That's how it is. That's how the game's always going to be. we're warming up. We're warming up. We're doing better than we did when the start of the season. Okay? You got to think like that. Like, we're, beginning of the season, how many games did we lose? It's, it's sad to say we're warming up. And over the last week, we went 500. Yeah. 500, baby. We're warming up. It's better we're than what we were. the Blue Jays, who are fighting with us for the last Who's division. next? Who do we play next? Who we won the series against the Yankees. Blue Jays. We Yankees, Phillies, and then... So, Rays, Yankees, Phillies. Yeah. So, we got... So, Rays, we have two more, right? Nope. Or four, three more. Three more. Then three, three more against the Rays. In two York. to one there. Oh, and three there. Sorry, no. No, 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 no. No. Four in New York. Oh, and two. four there. Oh, and four there. So, realistically, we're looking at a 2-5 and five record over the next seven games. And then Phillies, I'm going to say, is it two against the Phillies? They're, they're, they're warming up. Two oh, against wow. the Phillies. I'm saying, wow. um, how many games did we have before we do the episode next on Tuesday? Let's look at the game starting tonight and then yep. to Monday. How many games? Is it seven straight in a row? Seventh being the day that we record. You're, are you counting today? Today would be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh, yeah. Yeah, seven. Seven. So I'm saying, and that encompasses the three we face. A four-game series in New York, which yeah. is going to be bad. So by the, time, by the time we get this episode again, it's going to be another episode of Depression. We're going to be two and five. Two and five next week. I think. Realistic. And that's sad to say. Two and five, three, three and four. And once we hit that two and five stretch... Depending on how the Rays, Orioles, and Blue Jays do, I'm saying we might be out of it. This is a make-or-break week. Make or break. All right, with that being said, you want to talk more about the MLB in general? So, we have, over the past couple years, we've, we've been introduced to this great thing in the MLB. And I call it MLB Fight Club. Last week. <laughs> well, we can't call it what that. Is the no. We can't, we, can't, we can't talk about it then because you don't talk about Fight Club. Rule number one about Fight Club, is, Fight Club is... Rule number one about Fight Club is don't talk about Fight Club. All right, well, I'm going to do it anyways. Uh, last week, almost Fight Club with... Uh, what's his face? Oh, Joe, Joe Kelly. A boy! Movie. This week, Ramon Laureano decided, all right, Joe Kelly did that this week. Now it's my turn. I'm going to take on... Not just the Astros. I'm going to take on the Astros hitting coach. Hitting coach. Which I have full support of. Because, according, I read an article, according to Bob, Mel, Bob Melvin. Is that the Bob Melvin? Manager? Yep, Melvin. He said, Loriano is the most mild-mannered person. Which I, so, can, I can see. So he said the fact that he sprinted over to that dugout and took on them, you know, he said, that says a lot. Yeah. So, and like backed up by Matt Olson, Olson said the exact same thing. He said, I was in the baddest box and I heard things that weren't right coming from the Astros. And it's like, okay, if you do this, like it's, it soon, it very soon will be Houston Astros versus the entire MLB. It's slowly turning into that. Everyone's just going to pile up on them to make sure mm-hmm. they don't 
they don't do well. Get, and you know what? That's the way it is. We, they, 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 you, you have to expect that. Mm-hmm. It's the way it is. It's the way so it's going to be. Yeah. They gotta, they gotta just, just be happy it's on this year where it's a 60 game season. Yeah. Oh my God. There's a full 162 of this. We might see somebody, you know, seriously hurt. Like, not, that's but, not even a joke. Is somebody. Here's the thing. Technically, Loriano broke, you know, the whole um, protocol against, like, don't touch other players unless it's, you know, in play contact, whatever. And now uh, we, we throw in hands, hands. <laughs> well, he's throwing hands, and it's like, people are like, oh, well. And he's like, I expect to be suspended several games. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if Manfred's like, you know what? I'm going to drop a 10-game suspension on you. Well, let's, let's look at this. You know? Joe Kelly. Mm-hmm. All right? Throws behind two batters, one being a breaking ball. By the yeah. way, yeah, makes a pouty face. He eight get game he suspension. Eight. Okay, he's gonna get at least fifteen. Loriano's gonna get at least Loriano. Mariano, not Mariano. What what am I saying? Manfred <laughs> is gonna. Um, Manfred's just gonna baby these Astros and coddle them and say no one's gonna hurt you. It's gonna be okay. And it's like no, they deserve. I'm not saying okay. Let me put it on record. I'm not advocating for violence against the Astros. I'm not advocating for anybody to be hurt on any team. But mm-hmm. these guys broke unwritten and written rules to baseball, mm-hmm. as in you don't cheat. You play the game right. You play the game fair. May the best man, best team win. And yeah. that's the name of the, the game. Moment, the moment you use technology to enhance yourself, not okay. They did that. They deserve it. They deserve yeah, everything and that's, they're going to get. And that's all that's off. And for yeah. a long time in baseball, an unwritten rule is if you break an unwritten rule, one of your guys getting plucked in the back with a fastball. And I'm not, and I won't, and I don't say go for the head on somebody. I would never say that. No, I'm that's saying not okay. if you're pissed off at the Astros, you are perfectly in your right to square somebody up and hit mm-hmm. them right in the tuchus. All right, tuchus Bat, lower back area, rib, rib anything. Mm-hmm. Just. And then that's the mm. end of it. That's that's your proverbial middle finger to the Astros, and we move on. If they want to do something about it, we throw in hands, hands. But other than that, I I bet hit, you hit Springer or Altuve straight in the tuchus, or Bregman because I hate Bregman or Bregman. Uh, do that because he's a. And if they want to hit one of your guys, then you throw hands. Then you yeah, and like if you're yelling at the player for being hit, tw- he was hit twice. Just you know, for those who didn't know, he was hit twice. Before, Loriano walked down to first base. You know, the hitting coach started chirping at him. And the, the funny thing is, uh, Dusty Baker, the current mm-hmm. manager for the Astros, was like, well, you know what? People say things they don't intend to say on the baseball field. I'm like, dude, come on. Like, th- that's, such a, that's such a lame, like, excuse. And, like, uh, you know... On ESPN, Loriana basically is like, I apologize for, like, you know, doing that. I apologize for that. And I apologize for acting irresponsibly to someone who says something stupid to me. That's literally what he said. And I'm like, that's the Players perfect apology. don't care anymore. <laughs> they just going straight for it. All right. All right enough about Next. them yelling at each other. Really quick, Marcus Stroman made the best, made a good decision for himself and opted out. And like we said, just stop being a team. Like, 
for the 2020 season. Like, they they're got just, pretty much nothing. They're just Mets, like... They're the Mets. I'm sorry, okay. Mets fans. Going off, going off that and just weird things in 2020, okay, if we were to stop the season right now, today, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Three out of the four worst teams in championship odds, the Orioles, Tigers, and Marlins, would all be in playoffs right now. Yep. Just... That, that is the most 2020 thing that the MLB could have done. That gives me the sad. Season. That gives yeah. me the sad. <laughs> All right. That's that's what that does. Yeah. All right. Teams that actually have talent and work hard against socks. Um, but also, and all the other here. Are in those divisions are getting screwed because the Marlins, who took a week off, so they're kind of in a weird spot. Um, yeah. Orioles, who are somehow 500 under John Means. Like I say, and, every, uh, Jose how Iglesias, are you doing this? He's like the best. He's the best hitter in the in the AL right now. Who? Jose Iglesias, their shortstop. Oh yeah, he's a free agent. Like we might sign him for um, what's it called? Infield depth. And he's like, I'm hitting out here, ready for a contract. Like, yeah. let's like give me a three year contract. That man wants to get paid. Paid. Yep. He wants that paper. All right. Final thing before we get yeah. into. Dams clip clip of the week and all that yeah. stuff. Basically, the MLB is kind of seeing that some things aren't really working for them. Mm-hmm. As in letting players run free, some players are still getting infected. They're Hashtag at- uh, uh, Cleveland Indians. Like, yeah. did you hear about Plezak and Clevenger? Mm-hmm. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. But crazy stuff. They're looking at the NBA, and the NBA hasn't had a confirmed case. In about three weeks to a month now. So they've been doing perfectly fine in a bubble. Yep. And the MLB is just like, we might consider this for playoffs. Definitely. I support that. Everybody would be in the same location where no other unnecessary personnel or staff would be. Mm-hmm. And they would just have the playoffs there. Which I am 100% fine for. Because that means we get the full playoff experience minus the fans. What do I mean and- by that? I mean, we have full-on players not being afraid to touch each other, players not being afraid to really get into it because you're going to know this guy next to me doesn't have anything. I'm going to be fine. Yeah. That also is going to – I mean, just quickly, on that, that might even add an extra bit of tension to the playoffs if everybody's living really close to each other and you have, like, rivalries going on, like Mm – that could be. I got beef with the thing. dude who lives in 22J. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Just like, show up at his front door, like, what's up? Excuse me. No, no, sorry. Room not service. Not, not here. On the field. You're about to be killed by a Zamboni. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, what was I going to say? So, yeah, oh, I, I support sure that. If, I'm not sure if you heard this, and I forgot to put this in my stuff, but. Yeah. The Cincinnati Reds might be the first team to allow fans back in. Yeah. And it all depends. I I don't know. If people, the way I look at it is nobody is going to force people to go into stands. No one's going to force you to attend baseball games. If you want to stay at home and do nothing but work and limit yourself to all outside human contact, you are Mm -hmm. perfectly free to do so. No one is forcing you to go outside. Yep. But if you want to take that risk and wear a mask, stay safe. Go out there, wear a mask, socially distant. That's about the best mm-hmm. you can do. 
if you're willing to take that risk, you take that risk. So if they want to apply by CDC recommendations and mm-hmm. keep at least six feet between people and yep. limit limit capacity to like 25,000, mm-hmm. I don't see what's or 25,000, more like, I don't know, probably 10,000. Yeah, keep distance between people. I don't see why not. No, yeah. If people want to do it, they should do it. You would need different sections because, like, if I want to go, if I'm taking a girl out, right, and she's a sports fan, and you should know because your girl's a sports fan, apparently. Shout out to Ellen. And you want to take her to a, let's say you want to take her down to a Sox game, and they're allowing fans, right? Yeah. If I'm going to take my girl on a date, do I got to stay six feet away from her? At a game and just be like, so that is the game so far. You, prob- you probably, <laughs> yeah. Excuse me, I need a PA system to be able to talk. No, like I think what you should, like what they'll do is like I'm with somebody, and like you can do that. Like yeah. it, like like you said, it, it, even if it was like a family, like a family of four, you're not gonna you know space them out six feet. But if like you bring in people by attendance in groups, mm-hmm. um, and you say like I'm, it's just me going to this game. This person with me, and I think I still wear a mask. Yeah, actually, obviously. is um you do all tickets online mm-hmm. as you usually yep. do, and you say okay, we're a family or a group of let's say mm-hmm. six. Yeah. Okay. I want yeah. this seat to this seat, and if you're, and they say okay, cool, but because you're taking those six seats, we're gonna exit off the next three seats to your right and the next three seats to your left. Mm-hmm. I think that'll work. Yeah, I, or even if it was like a. Episode. Gotta, yeah, even if it was one it. of those things where you were like, um, yeah, family of six, um, where's six spots? And they'll just have those individually throughout the stadium. Yeah. To space it out, kind of like what you said. Yeah. All right. So, really quick, clip of yeah. the week. We have the same one. I already know it. Ah, boy. Doogie! Doogie! Actually, you do that. All right, Doogie with his two homers, but I'm going to put nope, in him rob- mine. robbing the catch. Nope. His first his first home run in Toronto. I saw him. Like, the swing was beautiful. The ball traveled. I was like, oh, okay. that is what we have him for. All right. But. And yours? They're going to say, that catch was incredible. I'll put that in yep. just because. Um, it was against the Blue Jays the very next day. Yeah. I think it yeah. was Kevin Pillar making an amazing defensive catch. Yes, All right field. I saw that. Because in the, in the span of two days, mm-hmm. um, Verdugi makes the leap over the wall catch. Yep. Two, two good catches. Robs a hit. Yep. With a dive. And then Pillar basically Pilar robs a home run. That was nuts. Yep. All right. So I'm putting all three of those in. Go. Our Future defense. Me. That was nuts. Our defense is phenomenal. Yeah, but I want to get through Clip of the Week really quick because we rambled yep. a lot. This is going to be a long episode. Yeah. And then if, if, you're, if you're still watching through this, God bless you. you. I don't know how you do it. <laughs> okay. Thank you for that. Next, All right. We got, we got one DM that I want to talk about real quick. Yeah. So I'm on the wrong yeah. account. But I'll look to see if we have any more. I don't think so. The thing is, we got a DM. The Red Sox put something on. Ooh, we got, we got more. All right. All right. Quick. So the Red through. Sox put out a thing that they were reviewing a call at home, and it says under review out, and then the phrase put out under further review L. 
And what are your thoughts on that? Do you think that was called for? Do you think that's appropriate slash professional? I don't think you should say those things unless you got like yeah, just, just to like back it up. Lightning round it. All right, we're lightning like, rounding. I don't think you have. I don't think you should like do that if you don't have clout. Like mm. I'm reading through these comments now. Like, you know, call overturned. Do you still have a ring? Like, I mean, they do, but like not in a while. Yeah. So it's like you got to do that. I mean, at the same time, what do they have to put under their belt recently? They made it to the second round last year. Great job. We made it to the World Series and won it two years. I'm ago. gonna do the next DM. That's cool. Yeah. Um. Jose David four forty. Mm-hmm. Says, uh, I say Alex Verdugo is the best. I agree with you, best bud. At, best at what? <laughs> he's he's at, not. He's got swag, dude. No. He, he, that guy's he's, got swag. He's, he's the most expressed character. We'll say that. Which is what you need on this team. If everyone's like, if JD's having a hard time kind of slumping, you know, Rafi's having a hard time slumping, like Benny, <laughs> Benny's slumping. It's like, <laughs> you need that. It's like. You need some. You need a spark plug, and I, Verdugo is definitely that guy. And I think I think he's just a character at this point. He doesn't have the greatest at bat batting average. He's a third best outfielder in my opinion. Pilar surprisingly being one, JBJ being two, um, Doogie being three, and then Benny. Yikes! Yeah, we're not. We're, I, I don't want to talk about it. There's one more. Do you want to read the other one? Yeah, and that right. goes to my boy Adam Wright. Who was my one of my roommates back in last last year of college? We went to a Sox game together and sat on the Green Monster. It was beautiful. Nice, love the Monster. But he says, "Money out of the question. Who would you rather have for the next ten years, Bogarts or Betts? Bogarts for me, easy." Yep. All right. Betts is good. Bogarts. I don't know why. Maybe it's because he's still in the Sox. <laughs> yeah, I think I think <laughs> actually. Let me let me think about that from a non-biased point of view <laughs> i'm gonna have to say i'm gonna have to say mookie i'll say mookie mookie is a generational talent mookie yeah. is generational yeah mookie yeah I, 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 okay sorry i'm getting nostalgic <laughs> all right moving on moving on welcome. to our favorite part of the episode welcome the people welcome to ari's takes uh this one's a bit of a weird one. Wow, we don't we don't have no Deadpool intro. All right. Sorry, oh. I don't have any, I don't have any other uh, references. Uh, I gotta go You've back. Done it twice. I know. You don't have any more after two. <sighs> I'm trying to think. Okay, so like I'm just I'm just I'm just gonna say the cure for blindness is next to the cocaine. Go. I was gonna say the ne- like the symbol of Red Sox fans is. The beginning of Deadpool 2, sitting on top of those crates, or the, the, the oil tankers, smoking a cigarette, boom! That's us. All right, roll with it. Pitcher Doc Ellis says he threw his June 12th, 1970 no-hitter while under the influence of LSC. <laughs> um... Why the hell is his uniform color lime green? Well, okay. Okay. Why does the catcher have three mitts? Like, I'm confused here. All right. Epic. Middle one. <laughs> like, 
that must have been an experience. Like, well, obviously, you guys can tell Ari and I have never been under the influence of everything, of anything. All right, no. we 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 stay away from that stuff. Right, if you want to do it cool, I would not suggest doing it the day before or the hours before you have to pitch. Or like, hey, why don't we just take LSD before we go do like a, you know, for us, why don't we go do that before a ballet class? Like, oh, that would be funny. That would be, uh... <laughs> uh I, I just be right. sitting, I'd just sitting like, I smell the color purple. <laughs> Whoa. This music, I can feel it. I can I physically can feel, feel it feel on it. my hands. <laughs> Alright, this episode's getting All weird. Right. Let's, yeah, let's cut it. You want anything you got to say? No, that's it. Nah. This next week, really crucial. Let's win some games, please. Because, uh... Alright. The thing is, I'm usually wrong with my predictions, which is very weird because with, like, NCAA basketball and stuff with, like, March Madness, I'm usually, like, perfect almost throughout the entire first round every year. And then I do okay. this. I predict the Red Sox record and I'm wrong. Nice. So I'm saying 2-5. and five. Watch as we go 0-7. If, if we go 0-7, podcast <laughs> Alright. R.I.P. But... I'm calling 2 and 5. With that being said, roll that outro music. Thank you guys so much for watching. As always, God bless you guys. We love you. See you guys next time. Peace.